0: This is the Authentic Entrepreneurs Podcast with your host Nick Foley and Stu Saunders. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. This is what I gotta say.
1: Huh? You hear it? I love this one, man. This is Rocky Four.
0: It's actually Rocky One. <laughs> it's the it? original Rocky. It's Eye of the Tigers. Isn't it oh. Eye Tiger? No, it's Rocky 4. They yeah, Eye of the Tiger. No, Eye of the Tigers before Rocky 4. Uh, Rocky 3? Rocky 3? Yeah. Um, I, used so to do leg, Rocky.
1: I used to do leg ups to these when I was a kid and push ups.
0: and. Well, we all know that Rocky was a champion. Yeah, he certainly was. And our guest today on our Looking Forward to 2020, uh, our last episode of 2019, is with Mr. Friend of the show, Alan Stein,
1: A handsome fella.
0: Yeah, his fourth his fourth appearance. Fourth appearance,
1: more so than he's like he crushes everybody. Yeah, but he's 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 like people want him on the show. They keep asking. They're like, bring back Alan, bring back Alan. You know what
0: I think is great is that he waves his appearance fee and nobody else does. That's really nice of him. Yeah, that's really great. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which is great. And wow. there's no
1: there's no appearance fee. Everybody's nice.
0: Yeah. Right now, uh, Andy Thibodeau is thinking, how do I get in the show if there's an appearance fee?
1: What would be an. Do you think they have people? <laughs> like, are there Andy Thibodeaux of the world that, like, charge people for podcasts? I heard that I Andy don't think charges Andy, people. I don't I think any charges. I heard he does. Oh, he does not. He does. I like heard it here.
0: For the record, <laughs> listeners, all 26 of you, Andy Thibodeau does not charge for podcasts. I don't know. Andy has been on a podcast.
1: No, he doesn't charge. But you who don't. does? Scott Hamill does, for sure. Scott Hamill charges? Yeah, I heard that. I don't know. You think so? I don't know. If he's listening, better call in. Scott Hamill.
0: I could see that. Corey, uh, Cody Diener. Cody Diener, he charges to be on a podcast? Yeah, I think so. Nick Foley charges. That's me. No, I charge. He doesn't. I'm yeah. looking at you. I don't pay you anything. We don't pay each other anything for I this. I don't pay you either. This is 100% just costing me money.
1: Volunteerism. This no, is it's volunteerism. not my fault. Vo- I'm, I'm spending money.
0: I got to pay for Sexy McGee back there.
1: I got to pay for guys to get my ass to the studio.
0: Well, I'm paying Sexy McGee about, well, not much more. This than is minutes,
1: not what so. he does here. All the time, though. You're paying him for this services. Is about half, this is about half your job, would you this say? This is called business. This, this is, is what, half your job. This, yeah,
0: and you're he. He's committed to all 26 of our listeners. Yeah, we are too. Um, I'm actually not actually that committed to them. Which, by the way, we didn't mention this like weeks ago, but... Um, We're grateful for them. We are grateful for all listeners, as well as Mikey getting another award for his movie, Best Picture at the Ohio Scream Fest. Really? I didn't so know that. Scare Tactic Festival.
1: Congrats, man. How about yeah. uh, Chewbacca? <laughs>
0: How? Uh, what was that? What was that? Sorry, Mikey. What was the? Uh, the I didn't. What was the Ohio? It was the uh, SOS, which is the uh, uh, uh,
1: Southern Ohio Screenwriters Society uh, uh, Independent Horror Film Festival.
0: Seems Independent <laughs> Horror Film Festival.
1: <laughs> seems like a long title.
0: That's a long, long. title. So what's the what's title.
2: The, SOS the title? Indie Horror
1: Film Festival. Oh, okay. Congratulations, SOS. man. That's, that's amazing. Good job. Thanks. How so many do you get a little Trophy? Uh, I get.
0: Uh, like you get a certificate. Like a cash certificate? Prize. Yeah, yeah, certificate.
1: A certificate. <laughs>
0: um, yeah. How many awards have you won now with a, a scream? Uh, sorry, uh, the final ride. Five or six, I
1: think. Yeah. Five or six awards. What's the, what's it called so our subscribers can listen? Uh, the final ride. The final, the final, final ride, like you what, said, literally
0: what I just said, what I called it, we're the final ride. Get, Is
1: it online? Uh, no, we're opening a distribution. Distribution
0: deal, so in we're, the new year. In
1: yeah, should, it's going to hey, be on. Um, get this Netflix. YLCC Media to pick it up.
0: You know, here's what I think there's about 19 streaming services. As we talked about in the last episode, you've got to get it on something.
1: It almost like
0: be on Prime. Prime, thank yeah. you, Prime. Also, Jack Ryan's on Prime. It's a good show.
1: Hey, you know, what? there's a. Um, I got. I got to remind me to give you an episode. A, a friend of mine made. He made a great, a great short film called The Woodsman. You'll like it. It's a horror movie. Cool. It's online. I think I've heard yeah, he did it.
0: I think you've heard of the one that has Chris Hemsworth in it the huntsman. Anyway, all right. Um <laughs> you're such a tool. But anyway, so right. welcome to the show. We want to wrap up 2020 with some uh some stuff, some content, some nut yeah. uh some 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 tangible takeaways, some perspective on tangible takeaways. So we called up friend of the show Mr. Allenstein, author of the uh Razor Game, best-selling book, phenomenal speaker, uh NBA performance uh, coach, worked with many of the best athletes in the world and on the NBA front. Uh, LeBron James and, and uh, Kobe Bryant and Steph Curry, and the list goes on and on and on and on. Um, and so whenever we need to have that perspective, we reach out to our to friend of the show, Mr. Alan Stein. Oh man, we are so pumped up to have friend of the show, Alan Stein, back with us. We are back here, the author of the best-selling book, Raise Your Game, um, amazing speaker, phenomenal facilitator, um, man of much, so much wisdom. Um, listen, we, we're we're talking 2020 years coming uh, to a close. 2019, 2020 is coming up, and uh, you know I've been following you now for for a couple of years. Uh, you you were at Epic with us. Um, you you've written you know an incredible book with so much knowledge, and people are always asking us uh, Nick and I like you know what are your tips? What are your what are your game changers to create a good year? Um, and so Nick and I were talking, and we thought we got to get Alan's like quick thoughts. On building out a good year so I'm gonna ask you the question is
1: how do you build out a good year how do you
0: build a good year what do you what, what would you do like what are you gonna do in 2020 what are you gonna consistently do what are you gonna work at what are you gonna build on what do you think an entrepreneur should do just a good a person could do
2: well, the, the first thing uh, I think we all need to acknowledge how important momentum is. Uh, and we know that when, when things are going well in our life and we, we kind of doubled out on that, things continue to go well. And uh, the reason I bring that up is I want to make sure folks start building momentum right now. I mean, I, I don't know when this is actually going to air, but assuming it's going to air before 2020, uh, don't, don't make the grave mistake of saying, well, I'm going to wait till January 1st to start making these changes, like start to generate some small, some small wins and some small victories and get some some momentum going now so that you can really hit the ground running once January 1st gets here. And and I think that's a mistake a lot of people make. Um, they just kind of say, and I understand, you know, the, the holidays are a time to spend with family, you know, that that there's nothing wrong with taking a couple days off from working out or, or maybe veering off of your diet when you're with loved ones. So I'm not talking about that. I'm just talking about the general mindset of if you've already established there's something you'd like to improve on, don't delay that and don't postpone it. Start creating that, th- those little wins now and that'll actually make what you do on January 1st uh, a little bit easier.
0: Yeah. Uh, yo, go ahead. You know, I was going to say, a lot of people always think about these, these changes in 2020 or in a new year as being these massive, huge uh, like, like like big, big moves. And I think small moves are important, more important because small moves lead up to bigger moves.
2: Absolutely. And that's, you, you teed that up perfectly. That was the next thing I was going to say is, you know, um, from an esoteric viewpoint, I, I understand and I still do believe in goals. I, I think you need to have an end destination in mind. You know, uh, when you think of a, a GPS, uh, you've, you've got to put in, well, there's two things the GPS needs to know. It needs to know where you are right now and it needs to know where you're going. Uh, but then the real key and the beauty of a GPS is every single thing that happens in between. So uh, I do believe that most people put too much thought, too much effort and too much just mental currency into this end goal. You know, I, I wanna lose 25 pounds or I, I wanna make $15,000 more this year or, or whatever it may be. Uh, and I think once you've established what that is, then then, kind of just disregard it. Focus on the process and the micro steps and, and the little things, as you just said so perfectly, that it'll take to get there because ultimately that's what matters most. And if, if all you do is think about, well, I want to lose 25 pounds, uh, human nature dictates that that can be very intimidating. Uh, that can often be a demotivator, especially if the first three weeks of trying a new diet or a new workout program, you don't see the scale move very much I mean, that is incredibly demotivating. So don't worry so much on those outcomes. Get back to the process and just think to yourself, what can I do today that will take me a little bit closer to that goal of losing 25 pounds or making $15,000 a year more? What can I do today? Uh, And then really break that down uh, even more and say, what can I do right now? Um, Or, you know, it's almost lunchtime. What can I do at this meal that will inch me a little bit closer to making my goal, you know, come true. Or if we're on the financial side, you know, what's, what's a call I could make or an email I could send or, or a, an article I could write that could take me a little bit closer to making that money. And when you can learn to focus on those micro steps uh, and learn to focus on the process uh, and make that, because those, are small, those smaller steps are things you have much more control over. You know, you control what you're going to eat for lunch today. You control whether or not you're gonna send that email or write that article. So, so try to take the power back and put on uh, what you can control. And, and I'm big now into this, this concept. And I wrote about it a little bit this morning on social of just trying to win the moment. And, And I can't remember who said it, but I heard someone else say, you know, in order to win the moment, you have to be in the moment. And that aligns nicely with my whole mindset of living in the present. And, you know, if, if you win all of the little moments throughout the day, you end up having a pretty successful day. And then you start to string successful days together, and now you start to have successful weeks and then successful months. And then in the blink of an eye, we'll be on this show again talking about what we can do to improve for 2021 because the year will have flown by. And if you've lived in the process and stayed present, you'll be a completely different person one year from now than you are at the moment.
1: So, what are some of the like the micro moves that you do, like personally, like you know, when you wake up in the morning, Alan, to when you go to bed? Like so a lot of our listeners, they they really love having you, like listening to you, having you on the show, and they they ask for for us to have you know, they want more Alan Stein, which is great because you bring such pragmatic knowledge, right? That we can apply to our life, especially with your book and, and every time that we've interviewed you. So can you walk us through like how you win the day with your micro moves? Like from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to bed, like what are some of your rituals that you, you know, you bring in on, the, on a daily basis?
2: Well, the, the longest standing one that I've had is that I, I make my bed first thing every single morning. And um, you know, I'm very amicably divorced, so I'm, I'm single and my kids don't stay with me a lot, so they're not always sneaking in my bed. So I realized that me waking up early and making my bed is something I can do. Uh, I'm not encouraging someone to wake up and, and smother their spouse with the covers because their spouse hasn't woken up. But um, to me, that's the definition of winning the moment. Like the very first thing I do every single day is something I consider an act of discipline. It takes me five, six seconds to make my bed. I'm, I'm not doing like military corners or anything, but it's, I'm starting my day with a little win. Uh, and then I quickly parlay that into probably what most people know on social now is I've got a pretty impressive streak uh, of doing a 10 minute guided meditation using the Headspace app. And, and, and when I say this thing has been a major game changer for me, I'm not even remotely being overly dramatic. Um, it is. It has played such a role in improving my awareness, my mindfulness, my presence, uh, just even my gratitude. Like it, it allows me to start my day, um, you know, uh, from a from a much more mindful place and to be much more aware. And it only takes ten minutes. And, and I know for most people they're thinking, you know, ten minutes. What's that going to do? Well, yeah. If you only do it one time, I agree, it's not going to do anything. Uh, but this morning, you know, I, I think was my 859th. Straight day of starting my day with a ten minute meditation, and I do this no matter where I am, uh, wherever in the world I am. Uh, that's the very that's the second thing I do after making my bed, and it's helped a lot. And that's a perfect example of something that is a little thing that I have control over that over time has accumulated and is is really helped my my perspective, uh, my mood. You know, uh, I mean, I've I've always been a rather energetic and positive guy, but it's even taken that. Uh, to heights I've never seen before. So that's that's one example. Um, and I've always been a huge believer that mind and body and heart are all all connected and correlated. That you can't really compartmentalize those. Uh, and because I come from the the basketball training space, you know, I've always been into fitness and wellness. Uh, those things have always come rather easy and natural to me. And and I only say that because I know there's people listening that fitness and wellness does not come easy to you and is not natural. And I have very high empathy for you because there's other areas of my life that don't come very natural to me uh, and and are harder for me. So please know that where I don't have a lot of friction when it comes to working out and eating right, I certainly face challenges and friction in other areas of my life. Um, So I I hope that anyone listening, give yourself some grace and compassion uh, if you find those parts to be the hardest for you uh, because there's other areas that you've probably mastered that are really hard for me. So, just specific. Go ahead. If you Sorry,
0: want. I just say you know one thing I was going to mention to you is is you're good at um, giving something a a valid shot, like like you know not just like a, a one off Costco sample. Um, I, I mean, like you're rec- you, know, you recently been. and I know you're going. To ex- you want to share with the results later on, so I don't want you to get into it. This will be out probably after um, you share the results. But you've been doing a vegan lifestyle um, for the last I think 20 days.
2: Yeah, it's actually been a little bit longer. I started on October 25th. So I've hit over one month and my goal is to uh, finish November. Um, and, you know, of course, uh, living in the States with tomorrow being Thanksgiving, that's a, a pretty big day. Are you I'm having a turkey? Time- well, you, no, I'm definitely not doing that, but it's still a game time decision on whether I, I put this on ice and just enjoy a normal Thanksgiving meal with family or if I I kind of stick to it. And so so we'll see. Um, you know, it's it's one of those things where – uh, I, I don't necessarily have anything to prove to anyone else, so it'll be a game time decision tomorrow, and I'll decide what I put on my plate. But uh, I decided that you know, roughly five weeks of trying a plant-based diet would be an initial kind of tiptoeing into the pool uh, to see if this was something for me. Uh, you know, I have friends, and I think we share many mutual friends. You know, Kate O'Neill being one, who's you know she's she's followed a plant-based diet for for years. Um, so while I'll readily agree that doing so for just a little over 30 days is a very small sample size, um, I felt that was at least an appropriate way to start. And, um, you know, so far, I, I don't feel any different. Um, you know, I, I think uh, when it comes to diet, and I am by no means uh, a dietitian or, or, you know, a, a nutritionist, um, but I do believe that, that diets are highly individual and folks need to follow something that they feel is best for them. Um, I will say that that even when I was eating more of a paleo type diet, uh, I was always very careful to eat what I considered higher qualities of of meat and fish. You know, I would get grass fed or wild caught. Um, I'd get cage free eggs. Um, so, you know, I guess the jury's still out on whether that's good or that's not good. Uh, but I, I was always very conscious about putting what I consider to be the best food in my engine. And um, one thing that I know, and, and I think this is important for anyone making these decisions. I love food. I mean, I, I'm a foodie. Uh, that's one of my favorite things to do is eat, eat really good food, especially when I'm in really good company. And I found that over these last 30 days, boy, I really miss some foods that I love. And um, you know, I, I don't want to be offensive and say that I'm finding a plant-based diet to be kind of boring because I find myself eating the same stuff over and over. Uh, but that's how I'm interpreting it. So that's not to degrade or diminish anyone that is on a plant-based diet that loves it. But I'm pretty sure that on December 1st, I'll moderately go back to some of the ways I was eating before, just because I love food. And, and I don't want to deprive myself of anything that brings me joy. And, you know, and I'm willing to live with whatever those consequences are. You know, if, if my days on this earth are, are shortened by a few months because I've chosen to eat meat, that's a bet I'm willing to take because I love it that much. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. The Authentic Entrepreneurs are brought to you by Hey, it's Stu Saunders from the Epic Community and the Authentic Entrepreneurs. I just want to jump on here real quick and let you know that this May 2020, we're running the Epic Community event again. It was such a success last year and an incredible return ratio, 100%. But don't take my word for it. Listen to what those who were there, listen to how they feel about it.
2: My brain and my heart are so full.
0: It has soul. And I
1: think
2: this is the start of something very special. It's been real. You won't be disappointed. Blown away. Absolutely flawless. Perfect.
1: You know that you're just around like the most amazing
2: humans. Great experience, great people, great minds, great discussion. One might say, this is epic.
0: That is just a sampling of what people thought about the epic community. So do yourself a favor. Go to epiccommunity.com, apply to be a member, and join us this May 24th to the 27th in Toronto, Ontario.
1: No, I, I just thought it was interesting circling back to you, you, you when you talk about, you know, eating well and, and working out and things like that, you know, you, you have a, an extensive athletic background, obviously, Ellen. What are some of the things you said that other people and we and we all do you're right there's some things that you struggle with and some things that you don't do quite as well as as the things that you you mentioned how do you you know kind of circumnavigate around that or how do you like kind of you know focus your attention to try to you know become you're masterful with a lot of your approaches and many many things i mean like i said you're i mean i've said to Stu many times like you're probably the one book that i've read several times and i have so many notes in it and like i've kind of reflected back on different chapters and things like that so you you're masterful in so many different ways but i'm curious when when you struggle with something how do you like? How do you focus on it? Like, say if it's like, um, I, I, I could, I, you know, you talked about finances, or you talked about, yes. you know, making time for, you know, capacity, or even our, our, our capacity. Like, how do you focus on it? You know, you know, scheduling. Maybe those are things I don't know what you're not great at, but I'm just kind of throwing things out there because I know what you're really great at. But how do you focus on the things that you're not great at? What do you do, or what are some of the, um, the micro moves that you make in order to be better at those things?
2: I love that, man. Thank you for sharing that. That's, that's so insightful and is, is a perfect kind of cap on what we're talking about. Uh, first of all, uh, the, link, the the list of things that I'm not good at is probably twice as long as the things that I am good at, but I've learned to stay in my lane and focus on the things that make me unique and that I am good at. And, and thankfully, the things that I'm pretty good at are also the things that bring me the most joy and fulfillment. So uh, I can disregard many of the others. However, there have been a few things that are on that list of things that in the past Uh, have drastically needed improvement. And I've narrowed those things down as being applicable weaknesses that in order for me to be the man that I want to become one day, those things have to improve. Uh, and the two biggest ones, and I have no problem you know, with full transparency, uh, you know, probably now it's been probably three or four years. Uh, as many folks know, I've got nine-year-old twin sons and a seven-year-old daughter. And like all parents, I, I cherish my kids more than anything in the world. Uh, but three or four years ago, I realized that I was not as present or as connected uh, with my children uh, that I would have liked to have believed. And, um, that was something that I knew was a, a weakness in an area that I had to change because my relationship with my children is the most important thing to me. And while I was saying that verbally, my behavior was not in alignment with that belief. So I started to make some changes and, and to me, uh, the most important part about making any type of change is having some people in your life that, you know, love you and care about you, uh, and will hold you accountable. Uh, so I put some systems of accountability in place uh, with my ex-wife uh, and even with my children um, to make sure that I was uh, exhibiting the behavior that was more in alignment with this belief of my children is the most important thing. And, and while I still have you know work to do, uh, haven't mastered the fatherhood game yet, uh, I'm very proud of the progress that I've made over the last three or four years. And it's because uh, I made a decision uh, with purpose and intention, I put systems in place and people in my life that would hold me accountable. And, and when I mess up, and I mess up all of the time, these people care enough about me to tell me that I've messed up. And then we try to just quickly move to the next play. Uh, one that's happened more recently, this one's been just probably about a year and a half now, uh, was uh, I've had a history of making very poor financial decisions in my life. Um, never had a huge problem with making money, but I've never been very responsible with keeping it or saving it. And about a year and a half ago, you know, I found myself in some credit card debt, um, was, was not being responsible as far as putting money away for the future for my own retirement or for my children. Uh, so I did what I highly believe everyone should do. I, I hired a coach. Uh, I hired uh, yeah. a friend of mine who was also a wealth advisor and a wealth manager, and he's getting me to do the things that I get people to do in every other area of life. And you know, I don't wanna give out numbers right now, but the, the flip that I've made from going in the hole a, a decent amount a year and a half ago to now having a fairly major surplus, I'm incredibly proud of that. And he, did, he didn't do anything magical. He didn't wave any wand, I didn't hit the lottery. All we started doing was making these small monthly changes and I have a call with him once a month Uh, just so he can hold me accountable and ask me about the things that I'm doing and and helping me game plan and saying, okay, well, uh, let's take X percentage of what you're making and pay this down. And let's take X percentage and put this away for the future. And what are some of the best things we can do to put in the future? And you know, uh, even though he's not part of my technical family, uh, anytime I have to make a major purchase, anything over a couple thousand dollars, uh, I run it by him and I discuss it with him. And we weigh the pros and cons of whether or not that is an intelligent, financial decision uh where in the past i wouldn't even thought twice i'd have ripped up my credit card and bought whatever it was no questions asked and i would have rationalized with myself that that was a good decision so uh, i think the key to improving any area is uh, making a decision that you want to improve finding people whether it's a coach or a loved one to hold you accountable to that and then focus on the micro steps and the daily wins that will inch you closer to making that happen
0: i think that's a really good uh thing to think about like in life, uh, having that accountability partner, having that, that person that is in your, you, Nick and I, we, we don't do as much as we should, but we typically will just connect every morning to say we got done what we had to get done that morning. Just to kind of let, and all we do is we simply send a text saying done, and he says done. So that kind of like Not holds that. us accountable to that and having that person you call once a month for your finances or once a month for just kind of checking in, to call, just, to, just to ask you the questions, be objective is huge. Absolutely. Yeah, for a good 2020, you should probably do that. We should probably do that more. Yeah, absolutely. What's Allen Stein's big plays for 2020? What are you doing? What's coming up for you in the next uh, 12 months?
2: You know, what's interesting is, um, you know, I've never been a big New Year's resolutions guy. You know, I've just been a guy that uh, I reflect uh, and reevaluate and and look at myself internally all of the time. And uh, when I acknowledge that I've been doing something well, uh, I, I try to double down on that and do more of that. And when I acknowledge that I do have a weakness or someone cares enough to tell me about a blind spot, uh, I address it immediately. So, so I, don't really, I don't really wait. Um, so the reason I say that is, you know, I, I try – this is going to sound really corny and cliche, which is perfect because that's how I am sometimes. You know, I, I almost look at every single day as being, you know, January 1st. Yeah. Like every day is a new chance – To create some new habits, uh, slowly inch away from from bad habits, and and keep trying to get better. Um, But as far as kind of the the longer-term goals, I'm still very hell-bent on getting really good at the speaking craft. And I'm loving uh, what I do as a speaker. You know, I had so much fun at Epic. That was such a life-changing event. And I'd like to believe that I'm a better speaker today than I was then. And, you know, while certainly at that moment I did the best that I was capable of at that time, I want to keep leveling up, you know, nothing would make me happier than, than someone sees me speak and then they see me speak a year later and go, man, wow. yeah, that was incredible. I mean, you were good when we saw you, but man, you've really gotten better. And, and I don't do it um, for, for adulation or, or for anything like that. Uh, I just do it because I'm so committed to the craft that I want to get better. Uh, and then also I, I had such a blast writing the first book uh, that I'm starting to work on a second book just because I enjoyed that process so much. So I don't know if that's something that will actually come to fruition in 2020, might not be till 2021, but I'm starting the process and I'm getting the wheels turning. We, know,
0: we know you gotta go. Um, you're gonna be uh, with us in April at the yes. Global Student Leadership Summit. And you know, we just Can't had wait. Greg Wells speak at our, our big conference in November. And oh, Greg Wells is Greg. also a performance you know, guy. Uh, health performance. And uh, I was concerned that, you know, would, would the kids get Greg's, you know, depth of knowledge? Um, and they went over amazing. And it reinforced the fact that having you at Global, um, I think is a really good decision.
2: Well, I appreciate it. You know, one of the things I, I love about Dr. Greg is uh, he has uh, an amazing way of taking things that are rather complicated and simplifying them so simpletons like me can even understand like us Us. like
0: us
2: (laughs) and and he's he's just brilliant with that i mean the stuff that he covers and how deep he goes in the mind and the psyche and he's so well researched yeah Uh, that's why i have so much admiration for him that that he could talk with a fellow doctor and talk on that level and then he can turn around and talk to us three clowns and (laughs) still be able to explain it to us uh, and then turn around and explain it to children Yeah. yeah yeah he He's incredibly gifted.
0: Well, we're looking forward to you doing the same thing this uh, this April, buddy. Listen, um, thanks for making time for us. We know you're busy. Um, Always my pleasure, fellas. And uh, have a really, really happy holiday. Give your hugs. A, give your kids a hug from us. I most certainly will. Right, I appreciate was you that guys. Weird? Have a great was that, day. Was that weird? Should I yeah. said that? Give your kids a hug from us? I don't know. Us? We'll just cut. I don't know. <laughs> no,
2: no I, because I know you. Comes and you from have us. biggest <laughs> You have the biggest heart of anyone I've ever met uh, that is not creepy. Yeah. Had that come from almost anyone else, <laughs> I would I would probably call Child Protective Services. Right. right. Well, on that note, on that note, buddy,
0: um, you, holiday, we, we love you, man. Friend of the show, Alan Stein. Thanks, man.
2: Anytime, guys. All
0: right. Bye. All right, so that was uh, a lot in a short period of time. Um, Alan always gives us everything. I know we could do a lot more with him if we if we had more time, and I know he's willing to give us more. So we'll have him back on the show, front of the show, Alan Stein. Uh, I, I love the part where you talked a little bit about, um, you know, the game-changing, the game-changer story that uh, meditation's been for him. Yeah. Um, and, you know, a lot of people don't really have a lot of, you know, some people, like, think it's weird to meditate or to... to to use that sort of reflective um, activity. But for him, as a an athlete and as someone who works with athletes, has really said that that 600 and something days, I think I can't remember what said. 700. Yeah. yeah, 700 and something days worth of meditation, how it's just been a complete and total game changer for him. So one thing I'm taking from this, I've done off and on with the game, but I'm going to start, I think, this year, 2020, with, uh, with doing some... Um, With some meditation
1: yeah i think that's great and that's the thing about what i like about alan he's like don't wait don't wait until you know the beginning of the year to start your habits start now and then i I love that he said i know he he kind of framed it as i know it's cliche but he's like every day is like new year's every day can be new year's day New Year's day yeah exactly every 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 day could be january 1st i thought that was really a great statement i know he kind of framed it as being cliche but i really don't think it's like that because i really feel like it's like one of those things where it's like you know, I, I do agree. I think that you can just you could start like on a on a whim, just like that. You can you want to start meditating, then then you can start. Let's right away. It. It's something you can do, yeah. So I like that. I like the um, that's oh, right my now. phone call. Let's see if you could turn up that phone. Sorry about that. That's all right. Podcasting one on one. Turn off your ringer. Uh, I like the micro steps, the little micro steps. And, he, and he, 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 Alan's got a really great way. Like Greg, he's got a really great way of taking you know interesting content. Like Dr. Greg Wells, taking like you know, complex concepts and then breaking it down. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he mentioned that about Greg, but the, the reality of it is, is that Micro Steps is like, I'm going to focus on things that I'm not really great at mm-hmm. and then just try to be, you know, way better. And he talked yeah. about finances and family, and I thought those were two key points. Yeah. And a lot of takeaways with Alan, as there always is. He's a f- great friend of the show and, and uh, one hell of a un- human
0: being. We're actually looking forward to having him at uh, the Global oh, he's Student. he's going to crush Global, man. Yeah.
1: He'll be so great at
0: Global GSLS. on that, on that uh, keynoting. and, and, on
1: the and If you want more
0: information on Global Student Leadership, go to uh, globalstudentleadership.com, and you'll see all the people we have coming, including Nick will be there and, and a bunch of I amazing uh, other presenters a lot and of fun. facilitators. Um, anyway, Nick, Happy New Year, buddy. Happy New Year, my friend. And uh, we'll be back in 2020 um, to... Um, kind of We'll talk about Talk more fire Talk more fire Talk about, fire, talk about our, What our next 12 months Looks like What our what our goals are For our organizations And some of the lessons We had um, We're going to do our, our lessons from 2019 show Yeah be good. So stay tuned for that We'll do yeah. our lessons from 2019 Please don't forget Of course As usual To
1: Like us and subscribe And share Where podcasts Are heard Or seen
0: Yeah And um, like uh, us on What's that? I said, you can watch us on YouTube, but not while you're driving. No, you can. And I think it's good because you can see um, how beautiful we are.
1: Yeah. Oh, now we're back, baby.
0: Right? Yeah. For all those people out there that don't work 9 to 5, yep. for all those that get up at different times and do different things and challenge themselves to be entrepreneurs, kudos to you. May you raise a glass to the end of another year and be excited for another year in 2020. We appreciate all of you. And uh, there's lots uh, lots more out there. Keep working. Keep trying. We love you. We love, love you. Until Peace next out. time, keep being authentic. authentic. Thank you for listening to The Authentic Entrepreneurs. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. Until next time, keep being authentic.